What up, everybody? I want to say thank you for listening to this brand new episode of the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. We appreciate every single one of you for tuning in to our show. But there's a small problem. We need you to subscribe on your device, whatever it may be, whether you're checking us out on YouTube, whether you're checking us out on Facebook, no matter where you hear this, subscribe or follow the podcast so you can be alerted as to when we create a new episode for you. We've even added a link down in the description for you where you can just by one click subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just in case you miss it, you got something going on, you're busy, we ask you to subscribe to the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. Enjoy the show. Yo, 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 you are now tuned in to the No Rhyme or Reason podcast, presented to you by On The Map Music Group, featuring Icarus Gray, and I'm your homeboy, Wordplay TJ. We deliver to you a dope conversation where we talk about everything for no reason at all. Tune in every Monday to join in on the conversation. And without any further delay, this is the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. And we're live. Yes, sir. What's up, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ. And this right here is the No Memories Podcast where we talk about everything. We talk about everything for no reason at all. Man, um, this week has been extremely slow. Like I've been looking yeah. forward to the, <laughs> to the podcast, man. Even though even though I had one work day off in the at the beginning of the week, like I right. still, it's like those four days was like dragging, really slow. So I'm glad to I be didn't here. even realize that until you said that that my week was slow because of everything that was going on at my job. So for those of you who don't know, I work at a gym, and at the gym this week. Because of the, you know, drops in temperature here in Little Rock, the pipes froze at my job. And not only did the pipes freeze, the elevator that allows you to get to our establishment broke as well. So basically everybody's New Year's, I'm about to get in the gym resolutions, was shot to shit within, you know, the first day. Well, (laughs) that's perfect because then they give up now versus later man listen you would have been surprised by the people that were still coming in and like when pipes are frozen that means we had no water like you couldn't use the bathroom or anything but of course people don't listen if you don't put up signs that say hey so it's people that's like nah man i gotta i gotta do what i gotta do and i don't care if it like leaves a pungent Uh, odor in here for weeks um, but it was fun. so, but it was so slow, and I didn't like even fathom that until you said it. Like it was just like, man, it was slow this week, and I was like, like yesterday, getting hyped and excited about you know yeah. the, the topics that we're going to discuss today. Yeah, uh, well, it I could be because I'm. It could also be because I've been focused on slowing my life down as well. Slow right, I've been down. Since um, the release of Job Application, I've been releasing music constantly since then. And I tallied it up and I didn't realize that I had released like more than 50 songs. And it's like, it's crazy combined with the folks that I, you know, I've worked with, like you and Angelia and, 
and other people like we've put out a lot of music and um that's just cause to sometimes it just tells you to sit down and um I don't know that use of talent is like really really exhaustive when you yep. when you go through it but uh and and transition perfectly into what I wanted to even talk about today which every year you people do your new year new me resolution things right or we don't but y'all do <laughs> so <laughs> um, the the point of doing those things is to kind of like be the best you. So yeah. I'm going to yeah. help you be the best you. We're, we're going to help you be the best you. And we're going to talk about using your talents today. And there's a lot of misconceptions about using your talents in terms of the way people speak, in terms of the way people try to are trying to like drive you into certain uh, boxes and lanes and so on and so forth. And the people that you see that are successful, that are incredibly successful, are not the people that are in these lanes. And you don't have to be in those lanes. And we're going to talk about today about like just how you use all of your talents at once, <laughs> because that's kind of what you're supposed to do versus what they tell you to do. Yeah. So what before you get to the backstory on this topic, uh, the first question that comes to mind for me is your particular set of talents so if you were to list your talents out right go ahead and list what those talents are and then uh kind of i I guess surmise where each one of those came from so like you know if it's talent a where did that come from and talent b where did it come from for you all right so i'll start with talent a which leads into Basically, all my other talents, no matter what, is writing. Now, that doesn't necessarily, um, well, I'll get to that. So, the writing came from Martin Luther King. And what we used to do in the morning. Our elementary school, by the way. Our elementary school, sorry. I always forget to mention that. We mentioned it so much, but it's our elementary school for those who are listening for the first time. Yeah. Um, We used to do these things called journals in the morning. And the teacher would give us a prompt to write from um, pretty much like all of those little write 100 or 300 prompt books. We just did them in class. And then some days we would get free write. And I remember I was really, really, really excited when I finally learned how to read and all this other stuff. And I probably knew how to read longer than what I think I did. But I was just one of them who, if it felt hard, I didn't think I could do it, kids. So when I finally got to be able to write, I would just write all the time. I wanted to write my own stories. I I instantly wanted to create these things. I was a big, huge Street Fighter fan at the time. And I wanted to write stories about that. Uh, This game had came out on Super Nintendo called Rival Schools or whatever. And it gave me this idea and I wanted to write behind that. And so that became a thing. Like I just instantly understood the concepts of uh, content or uh, not content, but uh, Oh, I cannot think of context. the word. It starts with a context. Thank you. Context clues. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, it's somewhere in there. I was like, uh, con context. something. Con something. Complex. <laughs> Joe Biden? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's up, Steven? Start treating these creatives, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, what up, Steven? Um, but so context was easy for me. 
because they taught it to us in such an easy way. So when we would have all of our standardized testing, reading and comprehension, that's the other one, reading comprehension and context were things that 100% I always got. Gotcha. Like, and I would be in the higher percentile of so kids. So you like could that. say you have like a gift of gab and a use of language and, mm-hmm. you know, you really understand um, kind of what people are saying and how to say right. things and, and that type of thing. It, it doesn't always come across on the podcast, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so well, that's because from- you, you have a lot of information and you just want right. to, you know, kind of put it out there. And so it uh, focused camera. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it started from there. Um, and the music aspect of it came in from Ms. Z's class. And so yeah. it's just small things there that I just kind of liked about music. And at that point, I just felt like I felt like I was one of those kids who felt like I, could, I should just be great at everything that I do. Not realizing yeah. you have to actually practice and yeah. do this stuff. But and Ms. Z is our, our late music teacher. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, and so that transpired in the art because we would do, uh, me, you, and Judd Finks and, and other people would do like certain drawings. Me and you were, uh, gonna draw through, uh, all 150. Yeah. Pokemon at the time. Yeah. At that, the time. Drawing uh, Pokemon. I, I'm and... so glad we did not, uh, we are not the kids now. Cause when I say, well, I think we still would have tried to draw all 700, 800 of these things. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> we we uh we created our own characters and things of nature. Yeah, so, you know. we had uh, uh Jota, uh, yeah, Mach yeah. Cheetah, uh, and uh, good God. I anyway, can't remember. I, I had a whole. I, those are the only things I remember is because I used my name and Cheetah because I wanted a Cheetah Pokemon yeah. at the time, which I don't yeah. think there is. One. But anyway, so the art aspect was was light for me at the time. But that led into we uh, were like deviant art before deviant art, right? Yes, we were. We, were. <laughs> we definitely were. Uh, the hipster grade, deviant art uh, leads into the next talent, which is acting, uh, okay. which I don't do fairly often, but I can. I do possess the skills to do so. Uh, and I was the lead in our second grade play. I was a postman during Christmas, bringing around the Christmas spirit. <laughs> And uh, being on the stage electrified in a lot of different ways. And, you know, I, I was the shy kid. Like, I didn't want to be up there. But it was one of those when you get into your talent, you just get electrified by it. So just to recap really quickly, there's writing, uh, there's light music, and then there's uh, acting, these three. And and technically, the writing goes into the gift of gap and, and language and everything goes uh, we fast forward to middle school. Middle school gives me the gift of rap in general. Yeah. Uh, it started not as freestyle, but just as writing because I just started writing rhymes. I just now there was nobody who was teaching me how to rap. I just knew rhyme and couplets and, and things of that nature. And I don't even think I'd had that much uh, instruction on um, on you know, bar structure or anything like that. Did you listen to anything to to get it? (laughs) 
Mm. All right. So we had some some connection issues, but did you listen to anything? I to... to have a, a little bit more grasp on the actual concept than I wrote with a, uh, one of my classmates at the time. Oh, hold on one second. We had uh, a little bit of a connection issue, so I don't know mm-hmm. whether or not anybody uh, got that last part. But uh, so you were talking about rapping and I and I started to ask, um, did did you listen to anything that kind of gave you that? That, uh, um no majority of the stuff that i listened to then was whatever was mainstream and uh the only album that i actually had access to that i can remember listening to a lot would have been nelly's first album country grammar and the only reason i was able to listen to it is because of uh, my uh, homie sean wilson so um like i didn't have much of a reference other than like Cash money, old cash money, and like whatever was on the radio. Um, and so I wrote and 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 I wrote all day, every day, just making up raps, talking about stuff that I had no idea about that kind of writing. Um, and then it was eighth grade going into ninth grade when freestyling which is still, again, writing, gift to gab, kind of coming together, and my imagination, which I guess is also a talent. Um, but I feel like all kids have it. You just lose it at some point, and I never lost it. So yeah, um, you get to ninth grade, the last of these, or not last of these talents, but uh, I started freestyling, and that gave me the perform. It started to bring everything together. So that's performance, that's, you know, imagination that's my writing that's gift of gab all pushed in together that's art and being able to just kind of um acquiesce these things yeah um then later on down the line i get cooking <laughs> uh somewhere in the middle of, of that like I, I can't cook um uh then push it a little bit further and i get sequencing and these are just specialized things that are coming <laughs> from yeah. The, the 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 big talents or whatever. So um and uh see look look read the comment. Read the yeah. comment. Yeah, great topic. Man, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, it's everywhere. Like uh, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. So, I knew this is what we were supposed to talk about. So, so yeah, for those listening, yeah. Um so Stephen Hicks has been on the podcast before to talk about um finance and things of that nature, and we're gonna have him on again for sure. Um but he he mentions that we're talking about a great topic, which is talents. And he said that T.D. Jake's sermon last night was, I'm great using our gifts and talents, not only in church, but also in the streets as entrepreneurs and, and things of that nature. So like, man, we're we're right on point. Like we're feeling good about this topic. And this is something we should be talking about because it's right in line with with what other people are talking about. So we're, um, we're feeling the vibes, the vibes. So, right. Um. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, t- the the podcast in general, being able to kind of do this. So to give you like a recap so I don't have to like go because it's like everything came like I'm 30 years old now. So it happened, <laughs> a very, it happened over a very long, you know, decade, three decades yeah. at this point. So writing. Um, good God, why did I lose acting? Um, I can cook. 
uh, I'm good at sequencing. I am still good at art and recognizing art and, and certain things of that nature. Um, I'm also great at listening and deductions. Like it, things kind of logic sense make. Uh, again, this does not prove <laughs> <laughs> that I have to get the gap, but. <laughs> I am able to articulate the fact that logical things make sense, that puzzles and things yeah. will just fit visually. Well, you need time to organize them. And when it's not in a, um, like a bar structure, right? Like rapping. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't have the template right. there. And so when you're right. talking about it, it's a little bit, it's a little different. So people can get that kind of misconstrued, like, oh, <clears throat> well, he's saying quite a bit <laughs> and but you know that's that's just you yeah. but yeah. but yeah. so so my and guess there, my talents I, what, and the things before, that, we, uh, before yeah. you get there i have one question is there anything that you noticed that i've forgotten because another thing that we're gonna uh definitely get into later on is you probably have more talents than you actually realize because you can only see you know it's tunnel vision kind of thing Mm, no, I think you you touched on everything. Okay. You actually touched yeah, on more than what I thought you were gonna say. So, oh, cool. Um, so when it came to to my gifts, it wasn't always that um, I knew that I was gonna have certain gifts. Right? Uh, it's things just kind of evolved over time, like you. Um, so, for example. Uh, I started with art and I started with drawing. And so I would draw day after day after day after day. And um, then, you know, being around in church, being around my dad with music, hearing music in the house all the time, eventually that led to singing. And then eventually that led to writing poetry. And the writing poetry and the singing led to writing songs and um you know those writing songs came to performing hooks and and writing hooks and things of that nature and then eventually i started writing the raps too so now i'm a visual artist i'm a songwriter um a performer and then as soon as i figured out that i had a knack for getting the music out and knew what to do when it, when it came to distribution and marketing, then the business part came in. So I wanted to create my own independent label. Um, I learned the business side of things and that became a talent. And then you start picking up on other things. So my whole, my whole deal about talents is that um, everything can be learned um, a lot of people look at talents like, oh, you have to have it when you're born. You have to have it when when you come out the womb. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. Um, and it's stupid because. Listen, when we are born, we don't have any skills <laughs> at that point. Like the only skill is instinct. We know how to. We know how to grab on the boob, or if you're like me, you don't know how to, right? <laughs> you know, you know, well, you know how to. 
<laughs> You've been around me way too long. <laughs> That's look, let me be TJ right now. Uh, uh, I don't know where you're going with this, but I, I do. Because I, I would. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, you you don't know certain things when you're born, and so you develop a you kind of a radar sense to what you like, and then you develop that as a skill. So my philosophy is, you always have something that you can learn how to do and get good at. You just have to practice it. And um, All right, and the biggest part about it is. It's not that we just knew how to do these things. It's just the things that we resonated with. Yeah. You know, it's so, the things that we it, like the the quickness of learning it was just because you tr- we tried it. And then it was like, you know, I we're putting in the 10,000 hours on each of these different things to become a master in those things because I like it. And that's like normally a small or one of the indicators of if you have or want an actual talent for something yeah. versus have you want the actual talent because we wanted these talents. It wasn't something that is just like, now there are people that are prodigies to certain things because of how your brain works. But majority of those things are logic based. So it's just like, if you explain the simple instructions and they're able to see all of the different possibilities, whether they're a savant or not, well, yeah, that, there is a difference in aptitude, which is yeah. picking up on a new thing quicker or slower, right? The amount of practice you need to get proficient is different from person to person, but like, yeah, and that's it. Nobody is ever born with it right out of out of the jump and right. out of the gate. So, like, my point is to say, when I I come up on a new skill that I have to learn. So like mixing music and graphic design and all these other things, I just try everything, right? I just try everything, learn everything, learn as much as I possibly can, and then put it out. And um, over time, I'll either continue to do it and get better or it'll drop off. So like nothing, nothing that... I have I've ever done has been a matter of just luck or um or kind of my 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 natural right, right. I've, I, I've had to learn everything nah I stumbled into most things and it's like it's not that I didn't have to learn stuff like but the reason I think like a lot of stuff that at least I just stumbled across or whatever it was because majority of those things were just things I felt. So yeah, you acting, feel it. Right. Yeah, I just felt it. Like acting in general was feelings. Like once I learned the lines and where I was supposed to go on stage and all of this other stuff, I just did it. Yeah, that's like, the difference between a gift and a talent. The gift is the inspiration. Right. The, right. It's given to you. You're inspired to do it. You resonate with it and, and then you develop it to a talent. Right. Um, and the point of uh, your topic or not topic, but your statement in general is just to say, like a lot of times people will try and downcast you because you're not at somebody else's level. 
and try and put you to the side or or tell you you're not going to be good at this. And that's far from the truth. It's just yeah. have to practice a little bit longer. And whether or not you have the dedication to keep practicing is on you. But don't let them deter you from the things that you want to do because you can have as many talents as you want. Like when somebody says jack of all trades, master of none, it's just some bullshit box that they try to put you in because they're not able to do what they want to do. Yeah, usually that comes from personal insecurities, right? Yeah, because people like, people are insecure about not using their gifts. And so they say, well, you know, the, the thought is, well, this is not going to bring you any real money and this is not going to do this for you and this is not going to do that for you. And what they're doing is projecting. A lot of the times they 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 have their own thoughts about their limitations. And so they put their limitations on other people. And that's I mean, if you want to do that, that's what you do. But my philosophy is I don't listen to anybody's opinion. Right. right. Nobody's opinion matters as far as what my um, what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. I hear I was, my inspiration and I move on it. Right. I was listening to the Grassroots podcast and Brian Terrell Clark was on there. Um, he is the lead in Hamilton and has a, a, a big part, I believe, on Empire right now. And he was discussing this, discussing this because they were asking him, how do you do all of these things that you do? Because he also sings and and has written songs for people and records and so on and so forth. So they were asking, like, how do you go from being, you know, on Broadway and taking this show, all the places that you've taken it, taking it, <laughs> go to record on Empire and record your music? And he was just saying, well, that's, you know, when he used the parable of talents from the Bible, which is simply just multiply your talents, just in a, in a simple way. I'm just going to say multiply your talents. Don't not do what you're supposed to do and his premise or his his point was more so i'm doing what i'm supposed to do therefore none it doesn't feel like i'm rushing or or pushing myself uh past my limits because i'm within all of the things that i'm supposed to be doing and i'm fueled by these things um and these talents that i'm using and doing are not for me in the first place so if you think about it that way, and I, I started to, like the reason we do this podcast and we say this every year, we say this, you know, almost every episode is for you. We do this for the people that are listening. We do it for the underdog. We do it for the, the kid that is sitting there um, in class feeling like he doesn't fit within a certain culture or his own culture or whatever because he listens to uh pop music or he watches anime or he watches K-dramas or he watches anything that is so-called out of the norm but that you do have a place and that place can can be built up uh in 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 a lot of different places so right it takes time and it takes um you wanting to actually actually go with it and um yeah i don't know it, we live in a world of uh of limiting beliefs mm -hmm. oftentimes because we see the, the, the physical ev evidence, right? You know, you say, I do thing a thing a gets me money or I do thing B and thing B does not give me money. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what you think is going to happen. 
But the reality is it's all about um, how you feel. It's all about knowing that there's eventually um, a payoff. So even if you use your gifts and you don't see the evidence of it paying off at first, you just got to keep using it. You just got to keep doing it. And you also have to remember what the results are supposed to be. Monetary gains do help you live. I, I do understand that. But when you're doing a service, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. if you help one person, you've done your job. You've done an amazing job. You've done a a, a greater job than a lot of different people. Um, because you've actually done something for someone. Your talents are there. The things you want to see out of life, I'm going to say it this way. The things mm-hmm. you want to see out of life, you have to plant those seeds in other people sometimes to help yourself grow. And sometimes that isn't monetary. Sometimes it's not in the way that you think it should be. So if you are very gifted at consoling people, right? Yeah. If you go and you help your friends, you know, and you go and, and somebody's going through something, you talk somebody off a ledge, you help somebody pick what college they wanted to go to. You help somebody understand what their talent is, so on and so forth, right? And you're like, well, that didn't give me any money. And you're kind of feeling some type of way about it one day. And like, you're hungry one day. And yeah. one of these people that you talk to and inspire that cooks, don't you don't know how, they were just thinking about you. And they come through and they, and they bring you a, a, a full week's worth of food because now they're a nutritionist and, and they wanted to help you out because of how you helped them. That's how you get those are those are getting those monetary things that you needed just in different ways. It's all about the perception. Somebody will tell you that if you're not making money off the things you do, you're not doing it right. And that's just false. Yeah. Well, nobody dictates that. I was like, well, who who in this on this earth can tell the future? Because that's some real like Nostradamus shit. Right. Like. (laughs) nobody knows what your outcome is going to be. So do whatever it is that you feel in your, your, your gut that, that you want to do. They know uh, all they know is that what they see from the outside. Right. So nobody knows how many streams I'm getting. Right. Cause they don't see those numbers. I see the numbers. Nobody knows what kind of income or assets that I've developed by releasing music they don't see those numbers i see those numbers so they're they're looking from an outside perspective and what they don't have is all the information and so even if they had all the information they still would probably jump to a conclusion like oh it ain't working but the reality is, is that it takes time it takes faith and without without the faith and the time you don't have anything successful. Right. You just have to believe in yourself. And like the the multiple talents aspect that I wanted to speak to was because mm-hmm. a lot of the times they they the they the 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 ambiguous or huge society makes you feel like you have to fix one thing. And that's false again. Yeah. Because everything that you do grows into so many different things. If you cook <laughs> and you start by saying, hey, I want a restaurant. All right, cool. 
when you get your restaurant, now you have a place that creates not only food and nourishment, but an atmosphere. Now you have a place that not only creates food, nourishment, and atmosphere, memories, because you have all of these things that you are now building in other people from your one talent that you've multiplied in ways that you didn't even realize. Remembering somebody that comes into your establishment every time that they come in and making sure that, you know, you got a new meal for them. Watching people that are coming to your restaurant for their birthdays and growing up, you you, get, you are planting seeds and multiplying from the one thing that you did because you continue to give to the thing that you're that you were meant to do. And nobody is just doing one thing, no matter what they feel like every basketball player, whether you want them to be a mentor or not an athletes and entertainers, they're not only athletes, they're still role models in some way, whether that's a, a good thing is, is not, you know, is determined by whoever, but it still happens because of the medium, because I'm yeah. able to see somebody from my, from where I'm from that looks like me, you do more like if talents were meant to just be one, it would only do one thing. Like it would be something that again, like TJ said, that is, is, is binary or tangible in this sense, but it's, it's never that in, in, in each talent, that talent gives to five or six different things just from one aspect and the same aspect that I'm talking about with cooking me cooking and feeding somebody in nourishment gives them energy to go and do this, which then helps this person. Like it's just, they're multiplying on themselves. Even when you do nothing, because yeah. that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. That's like the not, thing. It's not, I, I had to realize really recently that even if I did nothing, all the things that I've put out into the world can continue to grow, which is right. incredible. Like I didn't, it, it takes the evidence of it sometimes to, to realize, but currently, you know, like it just, it just hit me upside the head and said, Hey, yo, pay attention. Cause what you're doing is you're creating, you're creating, you're creating, you're giving to the world. And eventually, the world is going to pay you back for it. It's a it's a seed, right? You yes. don't you don't go put a seed in the ground. Look at that seed and like why 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 the fuck are you ain't growing? Right? Like, what's up? Where my corn at, bro? Like, <laughs> you know, right? Like, but and you also don't plant that seed. Like you you don't go plant a seed. Like you know what? I just want one stalk or one thing of corn. <laughs> yeah. No, it grows a tree full of, you know, well, not a tree full of corn, but a stalk. <laughs> Have you seen corn? <laughs> a stalk full of, it grows a stalk <laughs> full of corn. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, you know, like nothing, like nothing comes back as just one. Yeah. Like, it, if that were the case, like a flower doesn't, like it grows to a um, a bouquet or a, a, that's not the word. There's a well. <laughs> it trees have fruit. Yeah. All right. So a tree grows. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go back. Let's go with the tree. So when you grow your tree of corn, um, 
you get all kinds of baby trees, baby <laughs> corn trees. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, do not know, try and grow a tree of corn. You will be disappointed. Please don't. Please, don't. please. Like you'll start <laughs> believing that. Like, well, he told me. If I he did. told me to go plant some <laughs> corn, and as soon as I did it, I didn't get a tree of corn. It's crazy, son. <laughs> uh, you, did, you 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 reap like the reason. Like you know, and I, I'm a Christian, so I do. Uh, well, I'm not gonna apologize for that, but like, of course, uh, man. Yeah, don't do that. The point being, the the you plant seeds to bear fruit. Everything is is meant to be multiplied in in whatever variation or form that is laid in front of you. So, your one talent is going to do way more than you think. Your five talents is going to do way more than you think. Your three, your two, your half a talent, if if that's what you consider yourself, is still going to do more and has more power in its pinky. Yeah. than what you than what you believe yeah. because that's what service is that we do this service for artists for the underdog for people to realize their dreams we are having this conversation so you can realize that you are more powerful than what anybody says i've repeated myself so many times i'm going to continue to repeat myself on this simple point if you're looking at the music industry, the, the culinary industry, whatever industry, and you're saying, I want to be the next Diddy, I want to be the next whatever, you're looking at it wrong. And the reason I say that is because there will never be another you. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what cloning processes the world tries to make up, there will never be another you. And your talents, your goals, your heights, your successes can't be taken away from you at any point. It doesn't matter who's out there doing it. It doesn't matter who's the leader in the industry, so on and so forth. You are going to make an imprint because there is no other imprint like yours. And your talents or your gifts, the things you work on, are going to allow you to do that. You don't have to sit and feel like it's some it, it can be a business can be as cutthroat as it want to be it still is not stronger than you being you yeah period. it's, it's yeah. just not <clears throat> and i think i think a lot of we do this because up, BK? because it's really important for black folks to hear this especially uh people that feel like they have to go down a certain road to be successful right right um and, and the reality is is that you know in in black culture we beat on each other we beat on each other we beat on each other but the reality is is that every one of us has something special about us and we could use that specialness especially to do something big for the black community right if all of us were using our talents the way we could like it I don't know. It looks like magic in my head, right? It's it's just incredible. Right. And it would be nothing. Like, we <clears throat> wouldn't have to go, we do not have to go to these, the white people and say, well, I know at least they'll keep this. Like, we don't have to do the, the, the stuff that you do in your head to rationalize why you don't support the talents and success of those around you. That talent is as real and as tangible as anything. 
And we have to stop giving so much credit to just the bull. <laughs> and, and, and it's so upsetting and frustrating um, because I see these chains. I see these constraints. I see these walls that people have built up. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you have around the corner uh, a tailor, a seamstress, um, a tax person, a contractor, all of these different things, yet you won't use it to network, come together and build even stronger amongst yourself. You just kind of let it in. Okay, whatever. And it's like, you won't give it the credence that it deserves. And it, no, it's just it, that that's just frustrating me. Well, I'm optimistic about it. I'm I'm very optimistic because, Same. you know, like like I discussed with you yesterday, um, like the Drake album. What a time to be alive, right? Because at this moment, you could create something, put it up on the web, and sell to somebody across the world, across the globe, and with no no like. Um, no roadblocks, right. right? And and a lot of us look at this and we 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 say, oh well, it couldn't possibly happen to me, and so we don't try to start. But I'm optimistic that more people are going to start trying. More people are going to take the chance on themselves. More people will bet on themselves and then in turn will bet on our community because our community will grow because of those people that that take the bets. And those people that take the risk will become the examples for those that want to take more risk or or are afraid to take those risks. Right. Uh, And even prime example of the community helping the community is a long time ago, I think in 90, it was 90 something. I was in elementary school. A tornado came through me and TJ's neighborhood and like wrecked it. <laughs> it wrecked. We had like, I think it's like 80 or 50 something tornadoes that came through the state uh, that night. And I have pictures that I was looking at of all the destruction that had come through our neighborhood. I did not leave that neighborhood until I was 17, 18, and not even by choice, but that's a whole another story for another time. But the neighborhood didn't falter. The neighborhood grew stronger. The neighborhood still holds, you know, as all the people that I grew up with and around other than me and TJ. Um, and that's proof positive that we can do it. You know, people didn't run off. People didn't, like, take a whole nother journey to other places. They stayed. They built back. They they didn't, like, move. And the seeds that they continued to plant in the youth that lived there is bearing seeds everywhere. And it's, you know, it's, it's just an amazing thing to see what happens when you just have patience and when you plant the seeds that you need to plant, whether you get to see them. Oh, that's another big point about all this. Some of the things you do, you may not get to see, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, some of us are fortunate to have very long lives. Some of us 
um, our transition very quickly, but a lot of times um, that that time that we are here is taken for granted. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, no matter what your timeline looks like, plant the seed and it may do something for somebody else down the road. So I, I say it time and time again, like even if the music that I'm creating doesn't pay off for me, it's going to pay off for my children, my children's children. Like these are all assets that I own that can be passed down to my kids. So it's an investment into the family and the future family. So a lot of the things that I do are sacrificial for the future, no matter whether I see them or not. And, um, your mentality should be that you're just planting as many seeds as you possibly can. And you have an unlimited, unlimited stock of seeds. Like, it's not like, you know, there's a finite amount of things that you can put into somebody else's life. Because even if you don't have money, like I said earlier, you can, an encouraging word helps somebody. TJ being, you know, my confidant and friend for all these years has bore a lot of seeds for me. People, you know, uh, shout out to my brother Kendrick, whose birthday was yesterday, uh, you know, never letting me quit given all kinds of trials and tribulations and stuff I was going through in my life allowed for uh, a lot of things that are happening now because of those seeds that were planted when they didn't even think it were seeds. They thought it was just encouragement at that moment. Yeah. Um, You know, family, friends, all that other stuff. But you guys that are listening are amazing. If nobody's told you that, (laughs) but you, you are, whatever it is you're doing, you listening to this podcast is amazing. You taking this podcast and using it for the betterment of those around you and yourself is amazing. The things you're going to do by hearing the fact that you don't have to do what they tell you to do is amazing. So just, you know, keep being stars out here, people. Keep being stars. Yeah. Um, so for the last 15 minutes, I want to I want to kind of transition because I'm seeing a wave start mm-hmm. um creatively away and uh i'm i'm wondering if you're noticing it right so the the brightness of a cardi b the brightness of a bruno mars the brightness of um i don't know like watching jay-z's like evolution mm. and um just black music in general, right? The way we're so ingrained in the culture right now. We're the mainstay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really exciting to see that, right? Like, Cardi is really winning. And um, mm-hmm. it, was, it, it was not something that we could foresee because there was a limiting perception about about Cardi, right? Cardi was loving hip hop. She was, you know, out there and and really uh, really energetic and really bubbly and 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 a big personality. But 
the success that she's had in music, like that didn't come out of nowhere. Like she she's had that seed all along. I just think, you know, now we're starting to see what the fruit is. Right. Right. You know what I think? A lot of the time. So think about old musicians. Mm -hmm. Um, The seeds that they had to plant back in the day, hopefully grew globally. Like when people grew globally, then it was like, there was all kinds of work put into that. Like you had to go over to whatever the fact that, you know, the start of Motown or the start of just general music. It was all physical and and long distance. Yeah. Is what inspired the Beatles is, is incredible. Um, so nowadays, and the reason why this is so beautiful, Cardi B gets to put out music, right? And it doesn't have to take 12,000 years for somebody across the seas to see it. Like what you were saying earlier about the different roadblocks and stuff that you don't have to go through musically. It allows for artists who used to have to like scrap and scrape to get an album out. So yeah. Even if, even if the, the 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 label said they didn't want to put a Cardi nothing out no more, she could change her name and put some out and and go and do it. Yeah. Um, and also, you're able to as an older artist continue your career. The same thing like with Jay Z, like the ten albums, twelve albums that you know, like you would see a a, a James Brown and all these other people getting to, but that the artists that we grew up on getting to versus like the artists that are like, even older artists are coming back. Like, you know, I think uh, KRS one, not KRS one, but uh, uh, Big Daddy Kane had yeah. an album a couple, you know, yeah. still putting out albums. Like yeah, Kane, yeah. you're able to continue planting your seeds, man. Like, yeah, I think even Bambada's working on the album. At, at I think the so. I think so. Like, and it, it's, that's the beauty of it. And that's why, like, it's such an amazing thing. So I think about, and also, they're tapping into the happy, positive 90s energy, right? Well, yeah, the energy came from, <laughs> similarly, what we see, what we seen in the 80s, right? So yeah. that, that regime in the 80s, as far as our political leadership, mimics the regime that we saw that we see now and um it's it's kind of history repeating itself in a way like we only go in cycles and um what i notice is that that 80s that late 80s that early 90s energy has Mm -hmm. returned and so we just need to we need to fit into it that's why this is the best time for the music that i make because it reminds people of that right because it's that energy used to always it used to be party and it was fun it wasn't like it didn't feel like a crazy loud party where i don't know what's going on and i'm just kind of drunk and lost that might have been like what happened at these different places but that wasn't the feeling like this is how we do it like even listening to the lyrics again just felt like a, a happy party where i'm just Happy to be alive. I'm doing all my, my well, 90s yeah, you're, hot, you're happy without being um, 
under the influence in in a lot of cases. Like, no matter what that that influence is. Yeah, like it instantly makes me happy. Like hearing Bruno Mars and in in any the songs that he's made recently just make you happy. Yeah. You know, like uh Pharrell making happy has that same kind of, you know, bop to it. Uh Blurred Lines had that, you know, the reason why the case was there cuz it had that Marvin Gaye happiness to it. Yeah. You know, like it's such a powerful thing, man, to see just tapping into that energy and making it funky fresh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> funky fresh. You know, so. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know. There's, I really feel like we're at a point to where we've said all we can really say. Yeah. Um, about these things. And that, that I, I, I think that'd be a perfect, perfect segue to say just you know kind of thank you for allowing us to plant our seeds right we, you know we get a chance to week after week without skipping a beat you know we get thank to you. we thank get you. to put out this podcast and um it feels great to have this conversation have this energy and then it'll resonate with whoever it resonates with um, it's not up to us. It's up to whoever's looking for it. And um, we appreciate that. So what we ask is that anybody that is paying attention to this, whether it be audio, whether it be on Facebook Live, to hit the link in the description that will take you to subscribe on your mobile device. You hit that one link and um, that will that will take you there leave a comment and be, be sure to rate us on your podcast app because that will give us an opportunity to reach more people and to plant more seeds. Uh, and something that I specifically want, if you're listening to this episode is I want to hear about your talents. I want to hear about what it is that you do, what it is you feel your gift is, um, you know, whatever it is we, you know, might not even, you know, might, if it's something that, that that's dope and a, and a good conversation, We'll bring you on the podcast. I mean, that's just who we are because, like, we want to continue hearing about creatives and dope, amazing people who do dope, amazing things. Yeah. Um, so make sure you leave what your talents and things are down in the comments. I want to give a shout out um, to my boy Daily who put out a new song. I'm going to put the link in the, in the comment, uh, in comments, not in the comments, in the description. Description. Excuse me. Yeah. But y'all put stuff in the comments to uh, give my boy a shout out and, and welcome him back to. Uh, doing music because uh, it's, it's been a little minute so um, I'm happy for him um, and I'm going to plant that seed because uh, we're just going to keep planting seeds around here because you know we love you yeah so this has been great yeah. and, um, and uh, see us next week and, right yeah but uh, you know knowledge is for understanding and not to prove others wrong this has been the No Rhyme or Reason podcast with your boy Chris Gray and your homeboy word play TJ. Peace. No rhyme or reason is an on the map music group production.